0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast for fans by a fan of the Houston Astros. Here is your host, Rob Fontenot.
1: All right, folks, welcome to Astros Baseball. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, The other day I did a podcast uh, before the A.J. Hinch interview, and I said I was going to do one later that night. Well, anyway, I was doing one. And H-Town Wheelhouse was my guest. But we had a little technical difficulty. So then I decided to do one on my own. And somehow, during the recording, the frustration level of dealing with all of this stuff just hit me. And I decided, I'm just going to take a small break. I'm all upset about this. I mean, it's scandal after scandal. And then just being attacked. Over and over on Twitter and defending these guys, it just gets tiring. I'm just, I just wanted a break from talking about it. And I mean, I did tweet some more, but I, instead of being defensive, I try to be rational. Somebody tweeted yesterday that the uh, Astro fans are delusional and they don't take ownership or. Uh, or responsibility for what happened, and my response is like, "What do you mean? What do you mean responsibility? We didn't do it. You guys from other teams are just daily, daily, talking bad about the Astros, and they're not. They're not responding to you. They're not even paying attention to you. the 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 uh, Astros organization." ...isn't responding to you. The players aren't responding to you. All it is... ...is the fans of other teams... ...are bashing the Astros... ...and then... ...they kind of get on our case for defending them... ...but it's just... ...you have to be us to know why. It's just... ...okay, we're upset just like you. But when you keep... ...going... ...and you keep going... ...and then you start talking about stuff that isn't real... And it's just over and over for the last month or so. We know how you feel. You don't have to bring it up. If the Astros post something, pitchers and catchers start tomorrow or something like that, you don't have to comment. You guys are cheaters. We need to take your trophy away. We got it. They don't care what you say. The Astros organization is not responding to you. All this is is a bunch of fans from other teams disrespecting fans of the Astros. That's all it is. I mean, the Astros fans are taking the abuse, and they didn't even do anything. And that's what I'm saying. This type of stuff is just frustrating. It's frustrating. And I just wanted a break from it. So sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but let me tell you this. If you enjoyed my intro, I talked my wife into doing that. That was my wife's voice. So I hope you enjoyed it. So anyway, now let's talk about this A.J. Hinch interview. I don't have tons of notes on it, but we all remember the first question, the teaser from the day before, do you think it's tainted? And he never really answered it. So I said, he's, I mean, it doesn't really matter what he's asked. He's not really going to say anything. And so let's see if he did say anything. I know all of you have seen it. If you didn't see it live, you have to have seen clips. It's all over the place. So you have to have seen it, and you have to have already made your own judgment on whatever he said. So they asked him, why are you talking now? Why are you doing it? And the guys on the panel on the show, their opinion was, I'm going to get out in front of this, and I'm going to show my players... This is what to say. I, I'm going to get these guys ready for what questions are going to be answered asked, and I'm going to I'm going to get out in front of it, and I'm going to kind of kind of show them how to answer these things. So he's still kind of being their manager. So what he said is, I'm talking now, because I'm the man, I was the manager, I was in charge. It happened on my watch, and I've already released a statement saying that I was sorry, and now I wanted to put a face to the apology. So far, so good. I'm the manager. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the fans. I'm sorry to baseball. I'm sorry to everyone. And I wish it wouldn't have happened. So we asked him the next question, and maybe this ain't in order, but he asked him about a suspension. And you can tell that A.J. Hinch was surprised. He was surprised he knew he was going to get suspended, but he was surprised on the length. He was he didn't know it was going to be for a whole year. He thought it was going to be a little lighter. Now, my opinion of it is that it happened on his watch. He was the manager. If they were cheating and they admitted to it, they he should get he should be banned from baseball for life. So I wasn't surprised. I don't know why he was surprised so what did surprise him was the fact that he got fired so he said that he was actually at the stadium and jim crane called him when the letter came out the letter from the commissioner and he said hey can you come to houston he said i'm actually here already We'll come on upstairs so he came up to his office face to face fired the guy so then aj hinch said he left notified his family went and got his kids out of school he wanted to tell them. He wanted to let them know. He didn't want his kids to be around when the news broke. He was his first instinct was let me take care of my family. So they asked him too. The banging was going on. You were aware of it. He knew that. So they asked him, "Could you hear it?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I could hear it. I could hear it." So the so. He also brought up, there's rumors in the report, maybe it's not rumors, but someone said in the report that you destroyed two monitors. Why did you do that? That's He goes, yes, I really did do that. That was true. I used a baseball bat, and I did it to show my team my displeasure of what they were doing. I didn't want them to do it. And so he asked him, why didn't you step in? Why didn't you stop it? And he said, I wish I would have. That was his answer. I wish I would have. There were some players also, if you recall, they said that if he would have told them to stop, they would have. But I don't know. I don't know why. He seemed shocked when they told him that. Some players said they would have stopped. He seemed shocked, like, wow, they really would have stopped? So his whole reasoning or his whole excuse or whatever you want to call it for not stopping this, he had mentioned something about the relationship between the coach and or the manager and the players. He didn't want to ruin it. I guess he didn't want to upset it. They, he didn't want to upset them. And the panel they kind of took their own uh, their own, uh, what do you call it, they're, they're trying to say what they think happened. they're going to uh, man, I can't even think of the damn word. their interpretation, they're going to interpret his answers. and what they said they think he was saying is that he was scared. He was scared to, he was scared to tell him to stop. And so when I was listening to this interview, I mean, really, he, he really didn't answer anything. He answered that he knew they were doing it. He answered that, yes, I destroyed the monitors. Yes, I knew it was happening. But he didn't say why he didn't stop it. He just said, I was a better leader then than I am now. So he's trying to say, I wasn't a good leader back then, so I couldn't stop it, and I wish I would have. I don't understand that. I don't understand how he couldn't have stopped it. But the codebreaker thing came out the same day of the interview, and it shed a little light on maybe why he couldn't stop it. But again, if he couldn't stop it, Because it was coming from the front office. If it was coming from Luno and he couldn't stop it because it was between the front office and the players, why couldn't he say that? Why couldn't he say, this is why, you don't want to know why I couldn't stop it? Because the front office, our general manager, was telling these guys to do it, or he was sharing the information with them, Say, hey, look, Here's some information that could benefit you and they're doing it. So if he is sending the information to them and they're getting it and he's the middleman, maybe he didn't feel like he could stop it. But still, like I said, I knew he wasn't going to answer anything. Why didn't he answer it? A lot of people say because there's an unwritten rule in baseball about ratting people out. And there's A lot of people that think there's a lot of teams that were cheating, they just didn't have a rat. They just didn't have Mike Fires. It took Mike Fires, one guy on the Astros team, to blow the lid off things. But anyway, it just, there has to be a reason, and the answers didn't get answered. I mean, you watched it. Why couldn't he stop it? What was your take from that? Why didn't he stop it? I wish I would have. It sounds like when you're talking to a little kid, why didn't you clean your room? Now you're grounded. Well, I wish I would have cleaned it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't say why. Like if you ask your kid, why didn't you clean your room? Because I'm lazy and I was playing games. That's an answer. Why didn't you do it? He didn't answer. So he didn't really answer anything except stuff that was easy to answer. But I don't know. I, I was just upset about it. So let's go to this code breaker thing, and I won't get too much into it. But the previously undisclosed letter details that the team had a spreadsheet and algorithms to steal signs, and it's one of the biggest scandals in baseball. So, September 2016, an intern showed Luno a PowerPoint presentation that could decode catcher signs, and the existence of Codebreaker shows that it was the front office that laid the groundwork for the sign-stealing scandal. So the same day that they asked A.J. Hinch, why didn't you stop it, this came out. Did A.J. Hinch know about this? Why didn't he bring this up? We want answers, and we're not going to get them. I mean, maybe not all of you want answers. I don't know if all of you want answers. I do. Just move on. Say, we did it. This is what happened. But why can't he say it? Is it, does he don't want to, this is what might be the reason A.J. Hinch can't answer it. If he answers this, then I don't know if anybody will hire him again. But why would you hire someone that's too scared to answer a question? All he kept saying is, I'm not a leader then. I'm a leader now. If if this happened on my watch last year, I would have stopped it. I, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't believe it. You can disagree with me. I don't know. But he really didn't answer anything. That's my opinion. And that's what I thought ahead of time. He did say I heard it. I'm not going to beat a dead horse, whatever. So Code Breaker says that the front office started it all. It was just an intern. And then there was another part of the story said the intern wanted his contract extended and I think he got a uh, I think he got promoted to a real a real employee. He wasn't an intern anymore. And there was something about I have evidence on you about all this cheating, so you're going to have to take care of me. And also, when they talked to this guy, he would say, I sent all these emails to Jeff Luno, and Jeff Luno said this. Then they go talk to Luno, and he said, "I, I received the emails, but I didn't read them. My guys know if you send me a long email, I won't read it all the way to the bottom. And maybe the bad stuff was at the bottom. So it just turns into a this guy. I mean, who even knows if this guy is telling the truth? I really don't know. But it's just another scandal. So you have A.J. Hinch getting interviewed. And he's getting, he doesn't even get any respect for doing it. And I understand why. Because he didn't answer the question that people want to know. They want to know, they want answers and he didn't give any. And the same day, this thing comes out that the front office did it. The front office started all the cheating, and I mean, I was going to say they got off scot-free, but they really didn't. They got a $5 million fine, and he got fired. I want to say he should be banned for life, but none of us know. None of us know if this is going on in every team. I mean, how do you think these other teams feel knowing that they're just one rat away? Some people think the Astros are the ones that are getting singled out. I think they're getting singled out because they were a team that everybody was mad at the way they got good, and then they are good, and they kind of seem cocky to everybody. But somebody mentioned that they're also a team that could recover from it. That they have such a good young talent that they could recover from it, and some people negatively say they're picking on the Astros only because they're a small market team and they're not one of the cash cows of Major League Baseball. But who knows what to believe? So all this information is out there. Nobody knows anything. We don't know anything. We just we hear about the code breakers and all of this stuff. And all that's left, all that's left, is for the. Players, to admit it. And I got, I'm going to tell you something that Rich Eisen said. Mark you sent me this video, and I've just barely watched it today. But what he said is, all the players should do is, this is what we did. We did it. We're sorry. We won't do it again. And move on. They have to say we're sorry. This is what we did. This is how we did it. They need to answer the questions. They just need to answer it, and then a lot of this will go away. I've already said before, they they already proved they didn't cheat last year. So they've already got one year under their belt where they already know they can win without cheating. So just move on. This is what I did. Tell us what you did. Let's get over it. I am so ready to get past this. And I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, folks. You're listening to Astros Baseball. All right, so a few more things about the code breaker and one more thing about A.J. Hinch. So Luno said that he did see the PowerPoint the uh, intern made. He did see it, but he said he thought that it was going to be intended to be used legally. He didn't know it was to be used for cheating. It said, according to the intern, that he first gave this information in September 2016, and it was meant to relay information to the guy on second. In 2017, the Astros took it to another level, and they devised the trash can banging system. It also went on to say that the in 2018, the Astros were cheating at home and on the road. This is the first I've ever heard that they were doing it on the road. What I heard in the commissioner's report is that it was just at the beginning of the year. So I don't know if they just did it for a little while. I don't know. We don't have the answers. We don't know. Because no one's admitting to it. And this is why I wanted to continue speaking. This is about admitting to things. So, when Luno was asked about the codebreaker thing, the story that came out in the Wall Street Journal about the intern, he wouldn't comment on it. All he would say is the commissioner's report said that I did not direct, oversee, or engage in misconduct. So he's not answering it. He's just saying, well, this is what the report says. So he didn't answer it. So we go back to A.J. Hinch's interview, and there's one thing I forgot to mention that bothered me a lot is the buzzer. He asked him about Jose Altuve wearing a buzzer. And he goes, is there any truth to that? Was he wearing a buzzer? And he said, "The the commissioner's report came out and said he wasn't wearing one. And I believe that. He didn't say no. No, he wasn't wearing it. I guarantee you he wasn't wearing it. I know for a fact he wasn't wearing it, but he didn't answer that way. He just said the report said that he wasn't. Now, again, you could go to school and you could say you could get in trouble for something and they're like, well, did you do this? And it says, well, that's not what this says. This says that I didn't. So it's just, they. neither one of them will answer the truth. They won't be truthful. They both had a chance. They both had a chance to be honest, and they didn't. They just said, well, this is what the commissioner said. I don't have to answer it because this says I didn't. It's like if you get away with murder. Did you murder that guy? Well, the jury said I didn't, and that's the way it is. So there's one thing else that came out, and I think it came out yesterday, an ex-Dodger files a lawsuit against the Astros. Mike Bolsinger played for the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, and the Diamondbacks. He sued the Astros for $31 million for unfair business practices. This guy said he was sent to the minors after getting pounced by the Astros, and he never made it back to the major leagues again. And the report that our boy Tony did with the Counting the Bangs, it said that the Astros banged 55 times. Tony Adams, 54 times the most bangs of the season in that game. And that was the game Bolsinger pitched. He gave up four runs on four hits. He only got one guy out. He was sent to the minors. The next season, nobody wanted him. He went to Japan for two years. So, here's my... and He wanted the uh, money. He wanted the... $30 million is the amount the Astros players got as a bonus for winning the World Series. And he wants that money sent to uh, charities in Los Angeles. So, the problem I have with this... Let's say... He's pitching against the Astros, and they cheated. He's good enough to be in the major leagues. He got promoted to be in the major leagues because he's a major league caliber pitcher. He goes against the Astros, gets pounced, goes back to AAA, where if he is good enough to be a major league pitcher, he should be able to dominate in AAA Now the only argument he could have is that because he got pounced and gave up four runs without with only getting one out maybe that's why no one wanted him But if he dominates in AAA I mean he should somebody should want him somebody should pick him up There's some hope there And then he goes to Japan and uh, he ha- he has a thirteen and two record in Japan, and nobody still wants him. Last season, four forty two ERA in Japan, and now you're not going to get you're not going to get hired with having that. But what I'm just saying, and it's bad that it happened to him, but I don't know why that one outing caused him to never get a chance. I don't know what his numbers were when he went back to AAA, but he's saying that one game, that one game caused him to lose his career forever, and he's suing. I mean, is he totally wrong? I don't know. He's he's just upset. Mostly, like I said, the pitchers are upset. But like I said, if you're good enough, you should be able to get back. And I don't know how one game destroyed you, but apparently it did. So you know how the Astros got uh, their top two draft picks taken away the next two years? And Wheelhouse and I, when we were talking about it, we were both surprised that they didn't take the uh, international pool money away from us. And so the story that came out about two days ago, I guess, there's a guy, Pedro Manuel Leon or Leon, however you're going to say his name. 21-year-old player from Cuba. I believe he is a center fielder. Is the Astros are the top. They have the the best chance of signing this guy. The international signing period starts July 2nd. So that's when they might sign him and he is the number 3 international prospect. They said that he is so good that if he was forced to be in the draft, he would be a top five pick. So the Astros are going to get, it looks like, a top five first round player in the International Bowl. And of course, this sparked outrage a little bit. I didn't hear too much about it, but someone from another team commented on it that the Astros don't deserve... To get this guy, they're supposed to be getting punished and not being able to get top two-round players, and they're going to get a really good guy. It's not really fair. And being from Cuba, I think the link between the Astros and this guy would be Yuli Gurriel. If we didn't have Yuli Gurriel, maybe we wouldn't be the front runners. I don't know. But he's an outfielder, supposed to be fast, not a big guy. We'll see. Pedro... Leon, 21 years old. Look for him in July. We'll see if it happens. So the Astros, pitchers, and catchers, it's getting close, folks. February 13th. I don't even know what today is. Today's the 11th. I go back to work tomorrow. If you know, I had the... I don't know if I told you, but I had skin cancer on my neck and my back. Got it cut out, so I've been out of work for a while. I'm doing good, but I just... Had a lifting, they wouldn't allow me to lift anything over 10 pounds, and that ain't going to cut it at my job. So I was out two weeks, but I go back tomorrow. But February 13th, pitchers and catchers, and then everyone reports on the 17th, which is my birthday. I will be 49. But anyway, this, when they go to training camp, February 17th, are they going to get together as a team and apologize? If you go with what Luno's doing and you go with what Hinch is doing, they're not going to be totally transparent and honest. They're just going to say, we're sorry for what we did. But I think what we want to hear is this is, we'd all love to hear it. This is what we did. They could tell us everything about the code breakers. They could tell us, would you have stopped for real? Did why didn't AJ Hint stop you? There's so much stuff. There's so much truth out there that could be told that we are never going to hear. And that's just the way it's going to be. They're going to apologize together. I don't know if one guy is going to speak for them all. If they I mean they're going to be interviewed. They they're not going to get to be they're not going to be able to avoid it forever. And they're probably going to dance around it. Yeah, we did it. We did, we did this cheating. We did the banging. And, of course, they're probably going to say it didn't help. For the most part, it didn't help. But they didn't stop. So we'll see. We'll see if they apologize or not. February 17th, all squad. That's when you should start looking for an apology because it's going to happen. Let me ask you this. Think about this. From an As an Astro fan, do you need to be apologized to? Do you need that apology? Will that apology mend any differences that you have with the Astros? Will it help at all? Will it change anything at all? For me, if they come out and say... We cheated and we're real sorry. It's not going to change anything to me because I already know they're sorry. They may be not be sorry that they did it, but they're sorry that they got caught. But they have to apologize just the way it is. You, you apologize all the time for things when you get caught. But anyway, I, I don't even know if I need it. Do you need it? So they are finished with the top 10 players at each position. Uh, the Astros had uh, this is from MLB let's get let's talk about some positive stuff let's talk about some good stuff first good thing pitchers and catchers February 13th baseball starting folks that's positive all squad February 17th that's positive yes can't all be negative after this I don't want to be negative I want to talk about nothing but good stuff so 15 16 7 18 18 I will be out of town. So I might not be doing any podcasts then unless I do them live from Las Vegas or the airport or whatever, but I'll be out of town. And so hopefully when I come back, all there is to talk about is spring training. Let's get some games going. Let's talk about stuff. Let's talk positive. Let's talk about baseball. So top 10 players by position From MLB, they do their shows. I think they do a position every night. So Alex Bregman was, this is not in any specific order. I just went in the order that they wrote him in. Number one, third baseman. Excellent. Ryan Presley, number five, relief pitcher. Carlos Correa, number nine, shortstop. Justin Verlander, number two, starting pitcher. Zach Greenke, number six all of MLB. Altuve, number three at second, Springer, number three in center, Brantley, number two, and left. We didn't make the top 10 in catcher, or first base, or right field. There is no way Yuli Gurriel isn't one of the top 10 first basemen. No way. Right field, I'm okay with it. Catcher, I'm okay with it. So there was also a story that said, I'm going to go back to this, but there's also a story that said that uh, what team in the American League West has the best bullpen, and it said the Astros. So you go back, you have Presley, number five, and Osuna was nominated for reliever of the year. So there's two guys, and then you got Joe Smith. I don't know how good it is. Maybe we're just spoiled. We were like the top three bullpens in the league last year. So maybe we're just, maybe we just spoiled that we don't know what it's like to have a truly poor bullpen. Because our bullpen is good. I've never really talked bad about it. So you got Presley at number five in the bullpen. And then you get two top six starting pitchers. Very good. And I've mentioned to you before that the Astros didn't pick anybody up because they didn't need to. We did get Maldonado, who's a very good defensive catcher, but not a lot of offense. I'm okay with that. The other position we didn't get, first base, Yuli Gurriel. Are you kidding me? He is one of the top ones, and I don't care if his name's not on there. He's still awesome. Altuve, number three, Correa, number nine, Bregman, number one. You should have four top ten infielders, but they only gave us three. But like I said, I think it's four. But according to this, we got top three infielders. And two of our outfielders in the top 10, two top 10 pitchers, a top 10 relief pitcher. This is why we didn't need a lot of people to pick up. We didn't have to pick up a lot of players because we're already good. So anyway, that's it for this podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoyed my wife's intro to the podcast. She's not a professional, but I wanted her to do it anyway. And so hopefully you'll enjoy the outro. She's coming up right after this. We'll see you next time on Astros Baseball.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of new episodes. Remember to give the five-star review to get your free sticker.